All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of This Is Our Year Minnesota Vikings podcast. I'm Mikey Kalpikoff, Carrie and Austin. How you doing? Hey, hey Mike. Hello, Michael. I, I, I'm doing well. Good. How about yourself? You know what? I'm doing all right. Had had a lot of driving this week, but now I'm home, so I'm good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, you know... It's almost like some of that impending doom is recycled over from last week. And it's like, you know, I feel like it's like, you know, this maybe never happened to me. But like, you know, you you got your older sibling or like the school bully and you have maybe wronged them somehow. And you know that they're just about to punch you right in the nose and give you a big bloody nose. There's nothing you can really do about it. That's how I'm feeling about the game this week. Man, yeah. Not only is it personal, game. but it's like you're right, we have we have wronged them. So <laughs> <laughs> no, they've they're coming for us. They want playoff. They want home field advantage. Yeah, not only is it a divisional game, but it's also more than ever. If we lose, we're pretty much done unless uh the Eagles and the Saints lose out. Yeah. They would have to lose out if we if we want a chance. And that's what it comes down to. Because if we win this week and if we win at Chicago, the Eagles and the Saints each have to lose a game, I think. I thought it was just the Eagles. That's what I heard. You might be Since right. Since the there. Saints already lost. Right. Um, yeah. They need to lose two. I think the Saints need to lose one of those games, though, because since we lost to the Rams um, – they need to lose to another NFC opponent for us to have the tiebreaker on them. Mm-hmm. Well, regardless, it's we we missed the chance to control our own destiny. Yeah, and now you just kind of have to win all of these last games just to maybe slip on through. Yep, we win these next two, and we give ourselves a chance, but it's out of the Vikings' hands at this point, and they did it to themselves. Yeah, we just really need Philadelphia to lose. Yeah. That's probably the big one. Yeah. I, I was going through the like the ESPN playoff machine and Philadelphia and the Saints each need to lose at least one. So well, you know the Saints ahead of us at the moment then? They are. They are because we lost to an NFC opponent. So we have the same record, but they have the tiebreaker. Nice. I wonder who they face on the rest of the season. They've got the I believe they have divisional games. They have the Panthers and they have the Falcons. Okay, and I mean, it's no clear win for them either. They've been having some problems with the QB position this year, so it's not mm-hmm. unclear that they could drop a game. Yeah, I mean, that's just it. And, like, it, it's it's almost it's almost entirely over, but it's not. Like, with stuff like that, things that are out of control, give us a, you know, a pretty decent chance to make it into the, into the dance there. So yeah. we'll see what happened. But... We got some news, so I'm sure everybody in the football world has heard, but NFL legend John Madden has passed away unexpectedly at age 85 on Tuesday. What was the first Madden game you guys played? Um, Madden 02, the one with Dante on it. I, I, I definitely played a Madden game before this, but the first one I owned was Madden 11 on the Wii. Oh, I actually, uh, when he died, I went thrift shopping. And I got, like, Madden 06, uh, Madden 04 with, like, Mike Vick on the cover. And I think I got, and I got Madden 10 with uh, Troy Palomalu and 
Fitzgerald on the cover. And I've kind of been playing some old school football games. Well, it's- yeah, yeah, for me. And I think, you know, it's the story with a lot of people and really like growing up and through high school and stuff. I wasn't ever like super into football. I didn't quite, you know, understand it. It wasn't until college, actually, that I got my first Madden game. It was, uh, I think it was 18. That's the one with Brady on the cover. That was the first one that I got. But I think with so many people uh, who love the game, I think that the Madden games and John Madden, of course, had something to do with that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's so just, that, yeah, so that, that's different. my story. So, and yeah, for I mean, countless other people. We grow up of the generation where we know him through the video games. Um, we didn't get to see him really. I mean, maybe we caught the tail end of his like commentating career, but uh, like he was more, he, I mean, he had such an influence on the game, but uh, definitely was more of our parents' generation of seeing him in most of the things he did for, uh, for the sport and for the game. But it's kind of weird that we, we are of that generation that really kind of just know him of, oh, you're the football guy. Yeah. yeah. No, they say he put the fun in football and that uh, across generations has different meanings. You know, it's for us, it is, it's the, the video game that got so popular and got so many people, you know, into the game. So, yeah. You know, the football world is definitely feeling his loss. So, definitely. yeah. Um, some interesting Vikings news, um, though, also this week. Jared Allen is a finalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame for the second year of his eligibility. He was a finalist last year, didn't make it, but he's a finalist again this year. So, well, the more he becomes a finalist, obviously, the closer he'll get to, you know, eventually getting it. But, yeah, there's. It's definitely cool to see. Obviously, he had a storied NFL career before he got to the Vikings, but you know, he's our he's our guy. So to see him get in, that'd definitely be a huge honor. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, he'd be. He's he's very deserving. So, and we'll see what happens. Uh, are we going to touch on Thielen at all? Because that's definitely some big news. Yeah. Um. Adam Thielen placed on the injured reserve after reaggravating his injury in the Rams game. I mean, th- those are the types of things that happen when you, when you try to rush a player back after an injury. And I get, you know, he wanted to play, he wanted to help his team win, but you could just tell. Yeah. It's too bad. Yeah, definitely. It's not really but it's not like he's in a contract year or anything. You know, we still got him at least for a couple more years. So it'll no, be good. To... His job is safe in Minnesota, but. Oh yeah. It's you know. we need him more than ever in these next two games, especially yeah. in the Packers game. Yeah, I was uh, I was reading a thing that it takes about a month to recover from the surgery that he had. Which uh, was what? Takes about a month. It was a some kind of an ankle surgery. It was an ankle injury. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly. I didn't see the specifics on it. But, you know, there's a scenario where the Vikings, you know, they go through a, a hard knocks playoff run and they then Thielen may be back in time for the Super Bowl so we can only hope huh he'll get a ring and then retire <laughs> what a what an end yeah right um some other injury news um this week on the injury report we have uh Harrison Smith was on the injury report he did not practice on Wednesday due to a foot slash shoulder 
injuries, but he practiced in full on Thursday. Um, limited participants for Thursday's practice. They moved from did not practice to limited were linebacker Chaz Surratt and tight end Tyler Conklin. Um, CJ Ham, Dalvin Cook, and Kenan Wangwu were all limited participants on Wednesday, and they were all upgraded to full participants on Thursday. That's great and news. Cameron Dantzler was the only player who did not practice on Thursday with the Vikings. Mm. I don't know if it's concerning. It says he has a calf injury. Hopefully it's just, you know, it's just to make sure he's healthy for the game. Because who's going to mostly be lining up outside? opposite of Devontae Adams. Probably him, right? I would say probably him. I guess maybe Patrick. I know that Mackenzie Alexander has been mostly our, our slot guy. Yeah, and uh, probably Patrick. Patrick Peterson then. Yeah, I suppose, huh? I don't want to have to rely on uh, Chris Boyd. <laughs> like yeah. they say, uh, people have said, he's, he's mostly on the team for the vibes. <laughs> and uh, Nick Vigil's out. Yep, he was placed... Uh, COVID reserve, yes. A lot of people hit with COVID reserve again this week. Mm-hmm. I believe we had uh, tight end Ben Ellison return from from IR. Oh, that's just the boost we need. Exactly. Well, he's a Minnesota native. He is. He's uh, from the same uh, high school as uh, my roommate, Brogan. Wow. Small shout, out to, shout out to Carrie's roommate, Brogan. Um, I did see today that... Uh, you know, Justin Jefferson was doing presser stuff and he was, you know, obviously talking about how tough it will be without feeling. But his other thing that he mentioned is that uh, a reporter asked him the coldest game he's ever played in. Did you guys see this? No, I was it. Uh, a reporter asked Justin Jefferson the coldest game he's ever played in. And Justin kind of laughed and he said his freshman year at LSU, um, they, they went and played at uh, Tennessee, the volunteers. And uh, the game was... I believe he said upper twenties, and that was he said that was like devastatingly shocking to him, and it was such a huge adjustment and all this stuff. And I mean, maybe I'm kind of making those words up, but he was definitely saying how that was just like such a shell shock to be in the upper twenties. And then he said the next coldest game after that was like forties and fifties. <laughs> well, so JJ, he, I mean, he'll be in for a rude be, awakening. Yeah, it's supposed to be. I think last I saw, it's supposed to be zero degrees and up to fifteen mile an hour winds. So, right. I mean, I hope instead of crumbling, I mean, I hope it gives you a little extra juice, something that you've never accessed before. So, uh, God, that that worries me though, because he's such a he's such a physical wideout, you know, and he mm-hmm. he he dives head first into tackles. He he's so wild, wiry, and we like I I don't know if he takes one wrong hit in this cold, what if his bones just decide to? It worries me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like with this game, it's probably – I think both teams are probably going to be relying a lot on the ground game. I think especially the Vikings will, or they'll try to. Yeah, we're going to try and win in the trenches, you know. I mean, I saw the footage of, of the Vikings the last couple of days, and I think today – maybe it's just today uh, – practiced outside, you know, to prepare for the to prepare for the inclement weather and the conditions. And uh, uh, Ezra Cleveland was one of the Vikings that was wearing just his practice jersey and shorts. I did see that. No uh-huh. sleeves or anything. Yep, yeah. I- I'm actually looking at a picture of it right now on the <laughs> Vikings website. He's sleeveless and wearing shorts. Well, well, some of his other teammates have, you know, long sleeves and sweatpants. 
Okay. Oh, I mean, hey, some guys are just built different. Yeah. 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 I mean, these are the guys that I was just mentioning earlier were punching us in the face and stealing our lunch money, you know? So don't want to mess with that guy. Yeah. I mean, but hey, there's also the chance, you know, that maybe maybe we just decide we're going to punch him again. Yeah. I, mean, I hope we do. And uh, an interesting stat I saw, Mike Zimmer is 3-0 and against the Packers on Sunday nights. Very nice. What? Really? Yeah. Okay. I cool. like it. And I mean... Yeah, that's, that's huge. We've won the last two matchups, and we also won the last matchup in Lambeau. So, I mean, there's a couple things in our favor going into this game. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems if any team, you know, is capable of having the Packers number, it's the Vikings. It'd be so mm-hmm. Vikings to win this game and, like, set ourselves up for glory and then just lose in the next game and miss the playoffs. And that's, and that's kind of what I think we're going to do. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see how this one goes, you know. I mean, obviously, you know, I want to have faith that we're going to, you know, that we'll win this one and we'll finish strong, but – that does seem like it's the, it's the Viking way. That'd be kind of just par for the course for this year, huh? Well, speaking of, I think my hot take for this week, and I'm going to stick by it. I have pretty much zero evidence to back it up at all. Um, it's purely just something that I am willing into existence. The we Vikings don't ask for evidence on hot takes. It's okay. Uh, the Vikings are going to have at least 400 offensive yards. Oh, damn. Yeah. Wow. Even with Thielen gone. Yep. Wow. I hope. I really do. And I hope it's a lot Maybe, of Dalvin Cook. You know how um, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he scored in Chicago this year, and he, he went into the he, – he some lady was, like, flipping him off, some Bears fan. And, you know, obviously he said, I own you. I, I still own you. You know, mm-hmm. those are his words. We're going to get, besides these 400 offensive yards – Kirk Cousins is going to rush in to the end zone for a touchdown. Um, it's going to be like in the red zone. He'll do like a read option and run in there. Maybe he'll scramble in there and he'll give. He'll either do a Lambo leap, <laughs> or, or, um, he's going to say you like that, just like Aaron Rodgers said. I still own. He's going to say you like that. Directed yeah. to the fans. I yep. hope so. That is I, actually – that's a separate hot take is that I would be willing to bet that if we are winning this game, like if we are trouncing, we're going to get a Lambo leap from a Viking. It happens every year where we get a Lambo leap from a Viking and they get like pushed out of the stands. It happens every year. <laughs> I feel like we're, with Kirk, it's more likely to get the discount double check. Oh, no. He he wouldn't. He he would be killed on site. <laughs> I could see him doing that in the end zone, especially after a rush. I just love when he does the when he did that little dead arm dance. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it again. I don't know when we'll see it again, but embarrassed because. Do you think that was one from his high school theater days? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pretty woman. <laughs> I, uh, I have you guys heard him do uh, first date? I don't think I have. No. Oh, there's one. It's an interview of him and Adam Thielen, and they they play a recording of him singing First Date. I heard the song on the radio this week, and I thought of that. But it's it's so good. If you haven't, if you haven't, no, seen I've it, just seen up. the footage of him doing Pretty Woman. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, the one that I 
the one that I've seen a lot on Twitter, it starts off with him singing the, oh, what a beautiful morning. Yep. <laughs> it's so good. And then he goes, whoa, 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 pretty woman. <laughs> <laughs> He's iconic. Um, and very white. Yes, yes. Um, well, another thing for this game, Aaron Rodgers, he hasn't practiced the last two days because of that toe. That's and, okay. I saw him on the Pat McAfee show. You know, he's spreading more, more of his lovely um, opinions and thoughts about uh, the pandemic and all this stuff. And he shaved up. He shaved his face. He's still got the long hair, but he got rid of the big, long beard. Um, and I think that was because he knew he was going to be in the lights in prime time against against the Vikings on his home turf. And I think he wanted to. I think he wanted to look extra good. I don't know. I feel like that's a weird thing. Usually, you know, I felt like if, if teams are doing well and stuff like yeah, that, they that don't is very unlike him because normally he would grow a beard around this time of year back in the day. Like this is when it would be in its prime like form right before he'd go into the playoffs. He'd have this super nice beard. So I mean, maybe the exact wants, opposite this year. Maybe he wants to, you know, start a fresh beard going into the playoffs. But I, I don't know. seems like bad luck to me. I guess we'll only we'll just have to see. Yeah, that's but, my hot take. What are, what are your guys' hot takes for this game? Oh gosh, um, hmm. I think this this might be this might be another big showing from the defense. Um, I think I said this I said this in the last time that they faced the Packers, and I was wrong. But you know, we'll give another we'll go for another bat at it. I think the Vikings defense scores more points than Aaron Rodgers. Oh jeez! Oh wow! The, I saw today on um, Twitter, Paul Allen changed his profile picture to the picture of um, DJ Wanham sacking Rodgers from behind from last year's game. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was a that was a good moment. Okay, I have a hot take. What do you got, Austin? I have a hot take. Jared Love is going to play in this Jordan game. Love? Jordan Love. That's how much we don't even see him anymore. Jordan Love. <laughs> you know, you I thought that, about that. Are you thinking that Rodgers is going to get um, benched because they're up 45 to nothing or what? No, I think he's going to get injured. I think he's going to get hit, and I think he he's going to get hurt, and they're going to have to put him in. You know, I was actually I – was, I was thinking about this game today, and I thought about, you know, if – you know, if he doesn't play or if he gets pulled out of the game because of his toe, I don't know how much of a difference it would make because I feel like they're going to be, you know, what are they? They're going to put Jordan Love in to hand the ball off to AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. Like, is probably going to be their plan for most of this game, right? Oh yeah, they're going to attack the interior really heavy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, one other thing we didn't really talk about: preseason legend Kyle Sloter was signed to the active roster because Sean Manning is still on the COVID list. That's right. Actually, that reminds me. We got a, we got a Twitter question about that from Dube. Yeah, and that caused a bunch of Twitter uproar because oh, yeah. Vikings fans were like, well, what's wrong with Kellen Mond? But then Zimmer said in his presser, um, uh, if something were to happen to Kirk during the game, who would go in? And Zimmer's response was, well, I haven't seen Kyle practice yet, so it would be Kellen Mond. But isn't that the most Zimmer answer? It's like... Yes, it's like you did something to kind of cause controversy, but (laughs) you're not going (laughs) to... 
you're not going to address it at all? No, it's like, clearly he got signed for a reason. Well, I, I would assume Kellen Mond. I haven't seen. Yeah, well, that's not really an answer. And we haven't seen Mond play. So why would we ever assume Kellen Mond? You, you draft him in the third round and then you pick up Sean Mannion again because it seems like you're not confident in his abilities. But uh, Dube's question was actually, what does the new what does signing Kyle Slaughter mean? New fan, don't know much about the guy other than the Twitter banter. And I don't yeah. know. I, so I think he people... was a preseason legend. He had a he had one incredible comeback in which he rushed like in the red zone. He had like a twenty yard rush on like a third and long to uh, seal up a preseason game. And it was at home in the lights on primetime preseason football, which I'm sure has great viewership. But oh, yeah. um, and he he was released right after that preseason. And we never got to see him uh, in the regular season, um, and which was very unfortunate. But obviously, he wasn't going to compete with Kirk Cousins' job. But it was still like, hey, you know, preseason—that's where you get those kind of diamonds in the rough that turn out to be, you know, your guys. I think of people like Philip Lindsay with the Broncos. He he was a undrafted free agent and uh, shined in the preseason and earned a starting job in Denver a few years ago. So. Yeah, Kyle Slaughter's back. I have no idea why he is, but there you go. Yeah, I mean, it, I guess, do you guys think that it's it's an indictment on Kellen Mond? Like, do you think it's because they don't trust him? Or is it more of just a deeper insurance policy? I think, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a precaution, you know? Yeah. Uh, if Kirk goes down, they want to have, you know, two guys at the ready. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, especially I... Kirk getting injured for the first time since 2013. They they want they want to know that they have the guys. Yeah, I mean, if I was Kellen Mond, I'd probably almost be maybe take a little bit of a backhand to it. Like, man, you really seem not to trust me or be happy with what I have shown you so far. But I agree. I think it's more of just to give us um, the depth that we need on the roster in case of emergencies. Yeah, and I mean, I guess it, he is on the active roster, yes? Yes. Yep. Yeah, he's not just on the practice squad. So, yeah, no. Will, it, will they both be active for the game? I don't know. No, that's what's going to be telling, you know. I mean, not that it, it probably, you know, knock on wood, we hope that it won't matter anyway, just because of how durable Kirk has always been. And they're not really one to... The Vikings, especially this year, they're not one to get to like a huge lead and put in their backups. So, no. yeah. Well, speaking not. of, do you have a score prediction, Mike? Um, with this one, I think this one this one could be as close to a blowout as we've gotten. I mean, we've talked about you know the last two games that we faced the Packers, we've won. I mean, it was beautiful conditions in U.S. Bank Stadium, and we just barely got away with the win, but the last time we were at Lambeau and the weather conditions were not ideal, we were able to capitalize on that. And I don't see why we won't be able to again. And I think Mike Zimmer does his homework when it comes to Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I don't see any reason why we won't win this one. Um, other than they're the Vikings and it, it just might not happen, but I don't know. I'm trying to, you know, keep good faith here. Vikings 28. I'll say Packers. 13. Hmm. I'm going to go um, 
Pack 33, Vikings 27. I just I think it's going to be a battle in the trenches, and you know I think Green Bay is going to be more prepared. We're getting Dalvin back on a short practice week. Granted, he's healed; he's probably healthy, you know. But still, it's 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 not good. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Nasty. You know, I think this is going to come down to a, a game-winning kick from Greg the leg, and I think it's going to. I do think Minnesota, if we're going to knock, if we're going to split the series, I think we're going to lose in Chicago over here. So I think Minnesota is going to win 37 to 34 in a, in a very highly contested game. Hmm. Wild predictions all over the board. I, I, I don't know. I like it. And that's just it. You never really know what you're going to get with a Vikings Packers game, but lately they are. It's like a good Christmas present. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, lately they're at least an entertaining game. I don't want to have another game where you know we're we're just trailing from behind like we were in the Rams game. It was just sad to watch, you know, because it was and the Niners game. Right, right. Like we knew it was a long shot to come back and win, but they still gave us that hope because we were within a score, you know. Yep. And lately, the Packers games have not been like that. So. Uh, all in all, I, I hope for an exciting game because this season's almost over. If we can keep that hope up until the last game of the season, I mean that that would just be that'd be so Vikings, <laughs> and yeah. I think they can do it. So I agree. I agree. Yeah, I think, I think we can win this one. Um, we just really have to play disciplined and play well. And also, I think we just oh, we really need to limit our de- uh, penalties in this game. And we did a good job of that last week, obviously. Did it yeah. work? No, we still lost. But, you know, we've proven that in these super uber competitive games, we can play clean football. Yeah. Yeah. So, around the rest of the league, uh, the Bears take on the Giants. That's, uh, it's, uh, you know, a game. They're both, they're both eliminated from. Yeah, they're going to get the, they're going to get the, like, worst commentating uh crew they're gonna get like the fox d-listers right right they're gonna get like akib talib and mark sanchez (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know again i think like like you said before we don't really need we don't need the bears to win we don't need them getting any kind of momentum when we go ahead to face them again next week so i mean it'll be what it'll be and there's nothing we can do and in the end it's not really going to be super you know, consequential to the Vikings this season. Well, it may end up being so. Regardless, I think the I think the Giants should maybe cough a little bit during the game. Really, when you know when those offensive and defensive linemen are up in each other's faces, maybe they do a little bit more coughing. Clear, clear the throat, of course. Um, some other games to watch for. The Falcons are actually climbing. I believe we still own the tiebreaker on them, so. Not again, not super consequential. As long as we can win out, we don't have to worry about any kind of tiebreaker going in their favor. Um, the teams that we are going to have to look out for again, we got the Eagles against the Washington football team. Washington's on a losing streak, and the Eagles are on a winning streak now. So, Washington, yeah, let's go, Washington, definitely. Um, and we have to worry about the Saints and the Panthers. Let's go, Panthers. Yeah. yeah, so we need each of those teams to lose one game 
if we lose this week and both of those teams lose, it's still not over, believe it or not. If those teams lose out and we win just one of those games, I think we're, we're in, which is weird, and I don't like it. And I think we're eight and nine at that point. So feels a little undeserving, but if not us, it's one of them. And they're also eight and nine. So if there's going to be an undeserving team in the seven seed, why not us? I, my predict, I Eagles are going to get in. They are, they, they are the more put together team of any of these um, second and third place teams right now. The problem with the Eagles is they're running game I mean, well, we'll see. Because, I don't know, it, it, again, with just how short this season is, their narrative has changed very fast. They were, they were a bottom-tier team not that long ago. And now they're, they own the tiebreaker for the seventh seed. So anything can happen in this very short NFL season. I'm a Dolphins fan right now. I love that they have just won, like, eight straight. I think that's awesome. So I'm a Dolphins it's fan. Incredible. Just... It, it doesn't happen, you know? I'm also a Steelers fan. No. <laughs> I feel well, for number seven. Number seven? Yep. Oh. Well, I mean, I know I saw uh, this this week against the Browns. This could be Big Ben's last game at Heinz. That's Field. what I'm saying. Got to go out with a – well, not a whimper. I hope he loses. I do too. <laughs> I hope he loses. Here we go, Steelers. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I think that's, you know, most of the games that are going to matter to us. And obviously, Vikings are pack- and Packers are in prime time on Sunday night. So we get a Chris Collinsworth waiting all day for Sunday night. Chris Collinsworth slide. <laughs> Hope we don't get flagged for that. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah. Uh... I would say, again, we're, we're wrapping it up. It's kind of makes me sad, you know. Won't have too many weeks left with you guys. Oh, jeez. I know. I hope we get a few playoff episodes, but Vikings, just do your best. You know, give it, give it your best, and we'll at least be able to go off on a high note. Just, yeah. I think this is going to definitely be a dabbing game with the weather conditions and whatnot. It's I think we've said it before. It's we're really going to have to make the most of our opportunities on the ground. And Agreed. It's going to be a tough one. I mean, oh, there's a lot of things, like you said, Mikey, with, uh, I mean, especially with Justin Jefferson and his lack of experience in cold, frigid territories during games. That's going to scare me, too. He's going to have to bundle up and make sure he's all taken care of. And I hear the... Packers are notorious for not liking to put uh, heaters on the away side of the gate field. <laughs> so maybe the Vikings should bring their own benches. We should. And <laughs> hot packs. Yes, yes. Um yeah, again, I just I hope I hope Jefferson doesn't freeze up. No pun intended, I guess, but you know, I hope it I hope it unlocks something new that he hasn't ever experienced because we want you here, Justin. We want you to stay, we want you to be comfortable, we want you to thrive in in the cold tundra of Minnesota. I'm sure he'll hear this. Yeah, I know. I know you're listening, Justin. So just the show. We're rooting for you. We're rooting for you. 
Uh, do you guys have anything else before we wrap up? No, I think that that ought to do it. I just Jesus, what a <laughs> what a way to. Yeah. Here we go. The sad thing is, if we win, we're gonna come in with such a high, and and then we'll have to go up against the Bears, and I just have a feeling they're gonna be so chippy and just want revenge. Oh, they will. They will. But let's keep it positive. You know, we're not even there yet. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for thanks for joining us. Of course. Uh, well, and also you guys, just Austin and Carrie. Thanks for thanks for doing the show with me. It's been awesome. Oh, it's not over yet. We got to stop acting like it's the last episode. All right. Okay. Okay. This stuff can be held off for later. You're right. So. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at TIOY Vikings. Send us a DM. Thank you, Dube, for you know all of your all of your questions. Uh, make sure to like us on Facebook. The page is called This Is Our Year, Minnesota Vikings Podcast. Now, Mikey, I heard that you can also listen to the show on Facebook. You can. If if you don't know how Spotify or any of those things work, if you like our page. Uh, you'll get updated anytime we post a new episode right in your feed. You can press play and it'll play right in the background. So while I'm scrolling through pictures of, um, you know, my friends' like photos that their moms are tagging them in, I can also listen to This Is Our Year. That's correct. Wow. Yeah, unbelievable what technology can do. While I'm dodging COVID-19 misinformation. Oh, yeah. Especially then. And it's unbelievable how we were able to do that. So yes. good for you for being able to listen and good for us for for making that happen. And good for Anchor. Thanks, Anchor. Thank you, Anchor. Thank you. <laughs> I hardly knew her. Oh, gosh. All right. We will see you after the game. So long, boys. See you Skull. Later.